morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the boy, the saint. And this, of course, coming live and direct from Kansas City, Missouri, my hometown. Hope everybody's having a good night or weekend so far. Memorial Day is Monday. And before I begin, I'd like to send my deepest, deepest thank yous to all the men and women that have served this country from, from day one. Sacrificing their lives, their sanity, and their families, because they're a part of it too, to keep our country safe. And I love American soldiers, but I hate every one of your fucking bosses, because they seem like they don't give a damn anyway. So thank you for that, and I hope that you have a very memorable Memorial Day. Okay, so tonight, I'm going to talk about something that we're all familiar with. It's on every TV show, it's in every video, it's on everything that's music and whatever you want to call it. And that is... <laughs> sex, sex, sex. Fucking boots. Um, whatever the hell you call it. <laughs> okay. So, um... I'm going to talk about that because I, um, just, you know, just to, you know, get it off my head, so to speak. Um, Zex has been used for everything from falling in love to currency. It is, uh, it has ways of making people do stuff to get it, and then people do things horribly to get it. Whether it be you fall in love with a woman and you both have sex with each other, or some dingaling decides that he wants to rape a woman because, you know, that's what he does. Either way, sex is involved. Now, over the over the decades, I should say, sex has became a it's pretty much everywhere now. I mean it's it's been everywhere, but it's more blatant now than it was twenty, thirty, or forty or fifty years ago. And uh, it's a uh, something that, once it comes up, you get one or two reactions. One, you'll get a reaction like, oh, damn, I don't want to be part of this conversation. I don't want to even talk about that. That's, you know, it's behind closed doors on that kind of crap. And then the other one is, hey, let's go out and you know, have sex in the park, have sex in the car, have sex at school, whatever. Depends on who you talk to and how they respond. Now... The 21st century is off to a terrible, terrible start, beginning in 2001 and then beyond that. But I have noticed that every single song, especially songs from now, have sex all the way through them. You can't get away from it. Even decent halfway love songs have some kind of thing about, you know, sex. Oh, God, we got a person here. <laughs> Oh boy, maybe I pissed somebody off. Hold on a second, let me see. Oh, Mr. Yosef. Give me a second here, buddy. Hey. Hello, Mr. Yosef. How you doing, sir? Hey, pretty good, Saint. How are you? Oh, uh, can't complain, sir. Wouldn't do no good anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. I, mean, I, I guess you're you're probably talking about how the environment is conditioning people to be uh, licentious or lascivious or whatever. 
uh, environmentally oh, yeah. induced lasciviousness. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, I mean, that that's that's we we know that. I mean, that that's. I mean, I I I, I yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I have to guard myself yeah. from that. I don't know what it must be like trying to guard somebody else from that. Yeah, but, yeah, I, but I mean, yeah. I, I on mean, a more positive note, well, 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 like, what do you think sex is supposed to be? Well, besides a means of multiplication. Oh, well, for me, it's it's kind of like the ultimate thing to get somebody if you like love them like to death. Like, for example, back in like the fifties or something like that, a woman would never actually would never sleep with somebody else besides the guy they, they fell in love with, which is why they have sex, you know. And then of course after you do that a few times and you're like the man wants you, then he'll get married to you, you'll have like a boatload of kids and then you have kids and you'll be grandparents and all that kind of crap. Yeah. But recently, well, I mean, yeah. So that's the way I look at it. But I don't know about I don't know about now because everybody's so damn I mean, to me it seems like everybody wants to do the deed, but they don't want to do what's well, going like, down. But you know have you ever like like, let me put it this way, like, um, I think that today, when, today people misapply, you know how people say that, that slogan, it is what it is? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, they misapply that towards sex more than anything else. Oh, because yeah. I, th I, I think that sex, like real sex is supposed to like, make you trip so that nobody, like, even if it were apparent to other people in in some way, like suppose you were in a campground and uh, it's clear that the other people in the tent, like near you are having sex or something like that, right? Yeah. Like, well, like you, it's not just that you can't see through the tent. It's also that even the, um, sounds don't really suggest what's really going on because it's in the inner eye it's in the mind like the, the it, it's 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 in the, um, <laughs> it's in the third it's in the third eye and the third ear that it's most that that it's really going down you know yeah. what i mean and, and like people i think people nowadays they don't ponder the mysteriousness of sex like, like that, like you, you can tell that a couple has good sex, not because like they look like they're athletic or something like that. You can tell that another couple has good sex because they understand something about one another that nobody else knows. So like how, like how, how do they have this way about them when they're together? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you're right because I because I've met I've met people that have been you know they they've I mean like okay for example my aunt my aunt is not married to my uncle they've been dating each other for like forty five years or something like that and they just got engaged five years ago if you believe that so yeah. I was like well, how they, I was like okay they have kids together they live in the same house together and everything else but they're not married. I mean, not like not by like, you know, like in front of a church and stuff like that, but common law probably kicked in a long time ago. But, you know, I was like, I asked my aunt, I was like, why do you ever get married? She's like, well, there's, you know, there's people that like to get married or something, just rather keep it the way it is, which is what she does, which I have no problem yeah. with that because he stole my uncle no matter what. So, yes, I'm just like, okay, well, and then one day when my mom, <laughs> when my mom was alive, she called me when I was uh, in another country, in another state, 
And she's like, well, your auntie got engaged. I was like, which one? I had three of them. She's like, you know, my so-and-so. And I was like, how long have you been together? She's like, about 35 years, no big deal. You know, I'm like, L&A. <laughs> you know? But, yeah. but, but that type of thing, yeah. But now it's like, I mean, it's every damn where you can't turn a TV on. Yeah, I mean, you got sexual tension on TV shows and stuff like that, like, like Big Brother and all these other places where they put these cameras and all these guys are sneaking into people's rooms and all that kind of crap. I'm just like, oh, give me yeah. a break. <laughs> okay. Well, I, so. I think that it's, I, I think that like, I mean, it's tragic that like we're seeing other people's nakedness and stuff like that, but at the same time, like, well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not condoning that either, but what I'm saying is like, um, what's really going on, it, it's almost like, okay, w w if I were to tell the average person that the affair of sex between a couple is between them and that it's something real special between them, they would think I was talking about some special technique. Or something like that or some special like way or method but it's it's not that like they they have something that they do uh whether for play or during intercourse or something like that it's that what they see in their mind's eye or what they imagine or what they what they're really feeling deep down inside that is where the uniqueness is and and people just think like nowadays it's like uh some kind of like, you know, like, okay, it is what it is. I mean, it, it, it doesn't make any sense, you know? And no, then, yeah. you know, when you're you, you know, you're with the wrong person, you're with the wrong person. If they just think that even during that you are what you are and like, you know, like, well, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I actually had a, had a daughter before I got married with this other girl that I used to, well, I used to work with her and uh, we, we, we wasn't dating. We were just, you know, just doing a deed, I guess you would say. So one day she told me that she was pregnant and I was like, okay, wow, I don't have any kids besides my own, my only kid. My one kid is the only kid I have, I'll put it that way. And mm -hmm. um, after that, everything changed. Cause she was, you know, cause I don't know, I don't know how to flirt with nobody. So I tell people I'm like, well, I'll just talk to them. I don't do all that. Hey, you know, I'm, you know, I'm very handsome. I mean, no, I don't do all that, but I just, but, the thing is, though, is that I have I have seen people use sex as as a weapon. What I mean is, is that, oh, say, yeah. for example, some guy that I knew was, you know, was curious about this guy, this girl that, that his brother was was messing around with. OK, they broke up, but they still, you know, did, you know, the, the sex thing every once in a while. So I did. So he got he got curious and wondered what the hell's going on. So he ended up sleeping with this girl. And the brother found out, and next thing you know, they're yelling at each other and stuff like that. And we're thinking, and then he starts thinking, like, well, okay, what the hell are we fighting for? And it's like, well, you broke up with her, so why the hell are you mad for her? Like, I don't know, you know, it's, it just went on and on and on. But but the thing is, though, now kids, I mean, like young kids, they seem like they know more about sex than, than the average adult. And that's really scary, to me at least. Because you don't know what these kids are doing. These yeah, days. well, it's a good question what they what they think they know. I mean, I, I'm oh, just yeah. saying it's almost like like intense sex is like tripping and counter tripping. You know, yeah. like I mean, it's like oh, trip yeah. counter trip. Like I was tripping. What was your trip? You know, I mean, and, and it's like I I don't know. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. as far as the kids, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> there's uh, there's different stages of maturity, and I think that uh, puberty can be affected by the environment, which is, you know, it's unfortunate <laughs> because, I mean, you want to, like, let me put it this way. If, if a body were a crock pot, you know, you would want to put it on slow cook. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, not not. But but nowadays, I mean, like the, the culture wants to put it on high, like mm. like relatively fast everything. cooking, you know, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, you I mean, know. it's just yeah, because because once you lose your virginity, your hormones are affected and like, you know, you're like, well, I, I don't know. It's just that that'll affect the your body development, you know, yeah, and, and, and your it, mind. You know. Yeah, and the thing is, though, if it's and you're right, as soon as you lose, because because to me, sex is like lace potato chips. Once you eat one, you just don't stop at one. You stop. You eat all the the whole damn bag. Sometimes sex is no yeah. different. You come up there and have sex with one person, you're like, wow, this is great. And then you're like, hey, I wonder how that woman's, you know, how to be in bed with her. How how she's gonna do. And next thing you know, because because men especially have this pretty bad. They have like women everywhere that they're messing around with, but they're not, he's not selling down with any of them. Not to say that that's, that's, that's wrong or anything because they're single. If they want to stay that way, that's fine. If the woman doesn't care, then that's fine too. But the thing is, one of these days you're going to find yourself by yourself and uh, you're going to be like, okay, well, I can't don't talk to anybody because I've had sex with all of them, you know? And it's like, okay, then you shouldn't have, I mean, you should have slowed down to begin with, because you don't know what the hell, I mean, this girl will probably find, try to find fruit rub, and you come by and just, you know, hit her and hit and run, and and then she hates men for the rest of her life or something, you know? And I have, I mean, and, and to tell you the truth, I, I mean, in some cases, I can, I can understand what a woman says when she does that, like, all men are pigs, all men are dogs, I'm like, I was like, and I'm thinking like, yeah, you're probably right, because most of these guys are like, hey, how you doing? You know, and they... They start flashing stuff like their cars or their jewelry and their money, you know, that kind of crap. And most girls yeah. are like, oh, God, he's, he's well off. And, you know, next thing you know, you're in the bedroom rocking uglies. <laughs> and well, the guy I mean, you, you know what? And some guys, I think, and I, I mean, I can testify to this. I think you can lie to yourself and believe that you're not lying to her. You know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah you're right. And it's like she you, you're lying to yourself as a substitute. For lying to her, you know what I mean, yeah, and that's yeah. because she she that that's just like yeah that anyway. Oh yeah, and the thing is, and the thing is though, men get pissed off when women start you know calling us all kind of farm animals and stuff, and it's like okay, well she probably has her reasons, and it's like what kind of reasons she has? It's like well maybe she got screwed over by by the wrong guy, wrong guyies, and she just don't trust no damn more. So, I mean, you can't, I mean, you would do the same thing. I mean, I've had girls dump me. I had a girl dump me once for being too nice. Yeah. Believe that shit. I was like, what? She's like, no, you just seem like, you seem like you're so timid and everything. You don't take control or anything. And like, I was like, okay. And I was being sarcastic. I don't do this type of thing. I was like, so what do you mean? Like grabbing you by your hair and throwing you into a wall or something? Is that what you're saying? She's like, well, no. Okay. Then what the hell are you talking about then? You know, I'm thinking too nice. I was like, what the hell? I'm like, I never heard an excuse like that. I was like, well, huh? well, like, let me, let me ask you this. <laughs> let, let me ask you this. Like, um, if do you think a man is in the wrong if he like, you know, how you're not supposed to have sex before marriage, right? 
course, yes. But what if, say again? Y'all heard that many times before. Right. I mean, so what is marriage? It's some kind of social recognition of the relationship, right? Okay. So whether it's whether it's in a court or whether it's the family or whether it's in the church or whatever, like it's some kind of social recognition. But do you think that like I I, I, I don't know, like if you're a black sheep of a family and mm -hmm. you don't belong to a particular religion like we're not okay I'm, I'm not saying that i'm saying like if you're anti-sectarian so to speak in a religious sense right that's a, that's a good way on sectarian right anti-sectarian to be generous right of course so you you take a man who's anti-sectarian who's also a black sheep and then like he lacks besides this he lacks witnesses you know what i mean mm -hmm. so what is, what does that leave him to, is he going to cheapen his sense of marriage in that in that case is he just gonna and and, and this is not to denigrate miss jane Pittman, who said yeah. jumping over to broomstick was jumping over to broomstick you know i mean like that that was what marriage was you know what oh, I mean? yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but like I'm, I'm just saying would he would he be wrong to to just basically try, you know, just like say that this is commitment enough sufficient to call it a kind of marriage in our own eyes? I mean, because, because this kind of thing like marriage in one's own eyes or marriage in a couple's own eyes is sometimes necessary. Like it was necessary in, in uh in Miss Jane Pittman's days, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because yeah. they didn't really have. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but the thing is, is though, okay, the, the difference between, like, say, my mom and my dad being married and me being married, my mom and my dad, they, and, and I've seen this many, many times before they separated, they really hate each other. I mean, yeah, they, we, she, my mom had five kids. She had me and my brother and three other girls, okay? But she could not stand my dad's ways, which my dad was a truck driver. So he probably had a woman in every damn port he went to. And he, he's uh -huh. bragging about it. You know, I've heard it. So I'm just like, and I, I look at, up to like, okay, well, and, and she got two sons. So she's like, okay, well, she taught me and my brother what to say and what not to say to a woman or how to treat a woman and not put her hands on her. And all that stuff. She taught me, I mean, she engraved that in my damn head for years. Okay. So. I flash forward I'm with my wife, and I've been with her now for 14 years. Thank you. Oh, and nice. um, yeah, thanks. And um, I, and I sit up here and I look at because all these people, like this guy I talked to on TikTok. I put something on her. This guy was going to throw his girlfriend out of his car because he took her on 10 dates, and then after that, he wanted to have sex with her. She said no. So he's about to throw her out the damn car because she said no. And I was like. Said no, you ain't go, I mean, the girl don't want to do it. She don't want to do it. You know, she's she's young enough to know. Okay, I'm not doing this crap. So move you on to somebody else. Days. Yeah, after ten days. Yeah. Well, so I was like, I'm sitting, and then I get backlash for it because I said that I was like, well, no, the girl won't want to have sex with you. Then that's it. No is no. You know. So I'm like, you crazy? You crazy? You delusional? I'm like, delusional? How the hell am I delusional? I, well, I did yeah, it before yeah. I got married. 
I'm just saying, like, if I went on 10 dates, if I went on 10 dates, that's enough to, I I don't get, I mean, restaurant, like, well, I mean, what kind of dates are we talking about here? Well, it's kind of like like dinner dates, you know, like taking her out to dinner and, you know, not like to a movie. I tell you the truth, I don't know exactly how the dates went because there was only two of them. Yeah, right. But the one it I matters seen, what kind of date it is, I think. You know, I mean, if yeah. it's like some kind of event, you know, like paid event, you know, like that, that's not as intimate as like going to like a, you know, a bleachers or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, or in the cars or something like that, you know, you're well, going to McDonald's yeah, and drive through right. and then, you know, hey. So, but yeah, but it's like, okay, I'm, and they get mad, and he got mad. I, I'm, I'm just I saying, like, when no. you get her alone, I mean, yeah, I'm saying yeah. like not indoors. I'm saying, but like, like you know, or when you get her in a place where other people can't hear what you're saying, then you want to talk about, you know, like, well, where are we going to take this conversation? Are we working on something here? You want to ask her that question? Are we working on something here? Yep. You know, yeah, and and yeah. and the young people. I mean, but and I mean, uh, adults like uh, older adults, like from the, like the, the bygone era, like in the 20th century, they 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 messed around too. And I mean, I'm not saying that all men are pigs or anything, but some of them are, you know, and they make yeah. all the other guys look bad because they are pigs. So you do that to a woman over and over again. She's going to be like, OK, you know what? Screw all these guys. And then she'll take it out on the next person that she try to talk, that try to talk to her. And, you know, it's like, OK, well, what did I do? I know you're just a man. I'm like, yep, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's what I am. I've been one for about uh, 47 years. So yeah. what's the problem? <laughs> so, but I but I can understand why they get mad. But see, the thing about it though is that sex now is in every damn thing. It's like in video games, it's in the TV shows, it's in music, it's on. I mean, every damn where it's like you couldn't get away from it if you tried. And it's like uh-huh. you know these kids are watching that and they see these girls with these these bikinis on. They got their breasts hanging out. You know they got these got these you know these leggings on. Uh-huh. That just curves her ass or something like that. And they're thinking, okay, that's the way to get a man. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. Especially young girls. These girls, these young girls now, they're thinking, well, if I have sex with him, he'll just stick around. I'm like, no, the hell he won't. He'll probably go on to the next person or try to sleep with one of your friends or something. Yeah, you gotta, I mean, you I, gotta look at how people, like, I mean, I went back, I went past a busy club with my dog tonight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, yeah. normally, like, if people, like, if people are at a more, respectable situation like you know at least dining you know he likes to look in the diners and stuff like that but like i'm like all right let's run past these people outside the club smoking a cigarette you know what i mean and it's just some heavy music and like you know they're not they're so drunk and smoky they're not even paying attention to the dog which a diner would because i got a handsome Mm -hmm. dog you know what i mean oh and um yeah i mean and you think dogs are probably just just, yeah yeah, I, I think my dog caught the drift that basically these people were kind of caught up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dogs so, and, and babies, I, man. Yeah. And and for I mean, this is a true story. My my when my nephew was born, my my sister, you know, told me to you know drive him around, drive him to his dad's house because his dad's car was broke down. So I had no problem doing it. So I'm in the car. I'm in the car seat. He's in the back. You know, he's all flat, blah, blah, you know, just being a baby. And this, and I was, you no, know, I got there, and there's this girl that stands like outside her his house, and her, she's like, "Oh, that's a beautiful baby." I was like, "Thank you." She's like, "I'd have kids one day." I'm thinking, 
okay, this ain't my kid, this is my nephew. So, <laughs> but you know, but I was like, okay, well, what, you know, what can I, and we started talking and she's like, well, do you have children? I was, at the time I said, no, I don't have any kids. This is just my nephew. She's like, well, that's really nice that you did that for her. That's, that's so great. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, but you know, I do my part, you know, and, and we didn't have, didn't do anything. <laughs> but like I said, I don't know how to flirt. I'm just, I'm just talking. But the thing is yeah. now it's like, you know, People use it, use sex as a way to, to get stuff, and they've been doing it for years. I know well, it's, it's tragic because you can't go out in public, and then, I mean, like when sex infiltrates every aspect of life, yeah, you can't like, like let's say you're like a deep thinker or something like that, and you like to have real conversations and stuff like that. Hmm. At what point do you get past like no, for the fuck? For for the last fucking time, we are not flirting. We're just having a deep conversation. It ain't yeah. gonna go anywhere, you know. I mean, it's just like, you, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I why is it why is it that we have to have vain chit chat as a way of like, oh, keep it vain, keep it chit chat, just to reassure the person that you are trying to be vapid just so the, you, you, you'll be you'll be totally uncharismatic as a means of reassuring the person that you're not going to be like this is not a flirt you know what i mean yeah like yeah, yeah. And, and and when you lose your standards then you, you have to be vapid just just for that purpose and it's a shame you know because oh, yeah. people yeah. it's it, it's sex you're right man sense sex is a kind of censorship these days, oh, yeah. it's, it, 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 when it's everywhere, when it's ubiquitous, when we have no standards of like sexual morality, then the question of sex, the unspoken question of sex becomes a censorship on public discourse. Oh, yeah, definitely. And the thing, yeah. and also too, something else too, with, uh, with, the, with this whole um, people against transgenders and, and lesbians and gays and stuff like that i'm i'm like this okay they're not bothering me i'm not gonna bother them okay if the person wants to dress like a, a man want to dress like a woman then so be it if it's not bothering me then why the hell is everybody else having a problem with it and the same thing with same-sex marriages i'm i'm, I'm down for it. i'm like hell if you love somebody you love somebody you don't care it doesn't matter who you are or what you look like and all that type of stuff you know love is love as they say so for somebody like some like like one of those washington bureaucrats come up there saying, well, you can't be slaving around like this because it's, you know, that's wrong. And you can't be doing this like I guess God's rule and blah, blah. Look at him like, okay, you probably ain't had sex in like 20 damn damn years. <laughs> you looking like a, looking like a frog anyway. So what the hell you know? You lost touch after you sat in that chair. You know, and, and no. it's like that. I mean, if you watch TV and you watch like how these how these government officials and senators all saying, well, well, you know, just they, they can't be doing this. Just, just you know, I'm like I'm looking at them like, well, well you probably don't do anything you do. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we really shouldn't be looking to the government in the first place to sanction people's sexual affairs. You know, it never exactly. was like that. It's just like. You know, yeah. because then it becomes kind of like, well, a thumbs up or a thumbs down. It's like, well, looky over here. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, uh, I, I don't know, man. I mean, like, it, it, but 
at the same time, I mean, like these days, it's more targeted against heterosexuals. I mean, like you know, like you you know what that flag means? Like when they added the black and the brown and the pink and the blue and the white. Do you know what yeah. that flag means? Yep, I do. Yes, I the, do. Yeah, that, that, that's e- introducing Nambla and like some kind of like they're claiming that uh black rage is a part of like uh the whole rainbow movement i mean it's it's just like they changed this flag to just include it's basically just all like like basically telling everybody else but uh a european traditionalist that we're all against you you know what i mean I mean, yeah, yeah. and that and that includes like so. So basically, to be, a, to, I mean, to to be a normal to to be considered uh, acceptable to that flag, if you're European like me, right? Then mm. I would have to be I would have to be a Nambla dude to find acceptance in that group. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or I would have to be gay. You know, yeah. which it's it's always like, I mean, the thing is in the seventies. They mm-hmm. did, but before, like, if, if you look up the studies on this in the, in the 70s, like, when they were first coming out with, like, well, it's not a kind of a mental illness, okay? But yeah. they were saying that it is, well, it, it is true that it is kind of contagious, okay? Like, if you're around homosexual activity, first of all, okay, here's, here's what the position was on in the 70s. It's not an identity, it's an act. And then if it's like, if if the activity is around you, then it's contagious to you. And then furthermore, if it happens with you, then it's not like you have a big problem into a heterosexual relationship. Okay, that was the position in the 70s yeah. after it was no longer considered a formal DSM mental illness. And that still holds up today. You know, but I don't know what they said. Yeah, now, nowadays, they changed it. They said it's an identity. Wow. Well, they, some people say that, um, that you know, people are, because um, somebody, I mean, I can't remember who the hell said that. They're saying, well, well, you can't be, you can't come in a world that like a homosexual is like, like, God, the hell, you know, I mean, are you God or something? <laughs> You know, I, I mean, there, there was, I mean, and I tell people this because it's actually funny too. I, I can, I can, when I was, when I was single, okay, I couldn't attract a woman to save my life. I mean, seriously. I mean, I was a nerd. I was, I was Steve freaking Urkel. Okay. And the only woman, the only time a woman looked at me is if they wanted something. And it was like that till pretty much the day I got married. So I was, I mean, when I was single though, I had gay men come up to me all the time, hitting on me and ask me how I'm doing. And so are you alone? I'm like, no, I got my, you know, I was my brother or my cousin. Well, you know. I, and I, I, mean, I, and I had no problem joke. with that. I'll tell you a joke, man. Yeah. If you're rich, okay. if you're rich, you have an orientation. If you're poor, you have a preference. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, right. and, 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 and like, but I was telling, I was saying this because. I can attract, I can't attract a woman in this, in this room. I have like a thousand women around me. 
And none of them are even giving me the eye, more or less anything else. But the guy outside in the parking lot, parking the cars, whose name is, you know, some kind of French name that rolls off your tongue, has the hots for me. <laughs> I had a guy over tell me, he's like, well, you know, uh, I can take care of real care of you and stuff. I was like, how's that? He's like, well, I can, uh, you know, I can give you nice clothes and give you a place to stay. And all you have to do is uh, just be there for me. And I'm like, I said, well, you know, that's, that's great and all, but I'm, I'm straight. Okay. He's like, well, you know, they say if you go gay, there's no other way. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, you know, they say what? What did he say? If you go gay, there's no other way. Uh-huh. Right. I was like, well, you know what I noticed? You know, you know what I noticed about these 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 couples, these gay couples so called? I mean, one of them tends to be the guy with the resources and the car and the money and the drugs and the residence. The other guy tends to be younger, right? Yeah. You got yeah. the older you got the older guy with all that. Okay, he's got the he's the property moneyed man. Okay. <laughs> resources car drugs residence money okay and the other guy is just he's got his youth yeah and this yeah. is a lot of couples out there man yeah, yeah. well you know what though but, uh, but the thing is though old like old rich straight guys are like that too they get these these like these little blonde chicks that can't even spell their name they're like oh my god everything they are is like you know breast implants and stuff like that well yeah i yeah, mean that's I mean, yeah, that's, you know. but they're not looking, they're, let me put it this way. I mean, if, if that were to lead to an actual family unit, then that might be something different, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're right. I mean, th well, there's a lot of guys who just divorce, he, his wife is too old, so he just divorces her, and that's bullshit, you know, oh, yeah. and moves on to the yeah, next I mean, especially one. Like, okay, like for example, um, Anna Nicole Smith. She's a very good damn example of this. She, when she was alive, she was she was married to this Texas billionaire. I think he was. That dude was like a like damn near ninety. He died. He's dead now. They're both dead now. But when she was dating him, she's all like, "I fell in love with him. He fell in love with me." And I mean, the old man was sitting. There, he's. In, I mean, he had liver spots bigger than my head. And I'm just like looking at her. I'm looking at him. I'm like, seriously. <laughs> And I can, every time I say, I was just like, wow, how the hell? But the thing about it is, though, once he died, she got pretty much half of his half of his money because of all that, because he was a wife, you know. So I was like, uh -huh, okay, yeah, you loved him. All right, I got you. And it could have been love. Who the hell knows? But the dude was like a hundred. I mean, he looked like I mean, he looked like he could just he can go to sleep and he'll never wake up again. That's how old he was. Yeah. And she, you know, she's a blonde chick. She had her. I don't know. I mean, as like within that, that's kind of beside the point. Like I, I believe in like sticking. I mean, if you just divorce your wife because she's too old for you, then you never had a marriage in the first place. You were just, thank you. No, I mean, thank basically. You. Yeah, yeah. But you like the thing is, I mean, look, uh, you might say that the devil is a birth control artist, okay? Like, he he just hates life, right? I mean, he wants to thieve, kill, and destroy, or whatever like that. So, all that goes on, like, the world is too crowded, population control and all that. I mean, like, I, I got to hand it to Elon Musk. Because Elon Musk is, uh, he's a rich man, 
who is not theistic he's not a believer to the best of my understanding but like he still says that there's resources abundant he's still willing to acknowledge that there are abundant resources and that they're going to continue to be abundant resources we think in terms of petrodollar gasoline bullshit but that's not what's necessary to sustain life we need food water clothing and shelter and elon musk is like all right we got that okay so to his credit he does he does acknowledge that but here's what i'm saying like if you look at like consider consider how many situations people have been in whether it's a war zone or a famine or a slavery situation or whatever and people will still have sex okay so the root of human instinct sex is a part of that root okay even in circumstances suggesting it's better to die than to live okay even in a situation where the living envy the dead people will still have sex because part of that is love you know what i mean and the thing is so so to actually i mean you you can if you're if you're the devil you can bring about all these wars and all this famine and all this slavery and all this all this nonsense okay but you you can't no matter how many fatalities are inflicted okay and no matter how much dearth there is you still haven't been able to strike at uh people's will to make love you know and and so so the way that the devil does it is to just say well he redefines it he says well you know it's great for sex to be no big deal just so long as it's something that's other than what it is yeah when you get right down to it it's between a man and a woman and it's the means by which allah multiplies the human race yeah yeah but i think it's with me I um I, I I put it like I I go by when it comes to like marriages and stuff I go to I go to celebrity marriages. Now, well, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, God, they come. I mean, every every it's like every year there's a there's a girl that comes that's that comes on the scene and she's like totally totally beautiful. She got like you know everything on her is just intact and everything. And every damn man in Hollywood is like, hey, I'm going to sleep in that. And they do. They end up, you know, like, like for example, uh, Angel- Angelia Jolie and uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, that old. That yeah, that, I remember that. Yeah. That was that weird. I was like, and I look at her, and that's when she yeah. was like, I mean, she still is a very attractive woman. She is. But back then, she was like, like, damn. Okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I see Billy Bob Thornton, I'm like, you two are okay, or better yet. Um, what's his name? Um, Lyle yeah, Lovett and. And uh, Julia Roberts, yes, oh, I love it. Okay. And Julia Roberts, they were they they dated or was married. I can't remember. Now look at him. I look. I mean, and like I said, I don't, I don't have no problem with them. If they can bag somebody like that. That's awesome. But I'm just looking at him like, how in the hell did you get Julia Roberts? I'm like, you were you you and he's her. <laughs> you know. And I'm looking at him like, wow, damn. And wow, I mean, uh, wow is he's. No, he doesn't. Well, I mean, women, I mean, w- women don't judge men on appearance as much as like uh, men judge women on appearance. I think. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, it's, I think yeah, yeah. it's 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 a little bit different. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but um, I'm like, okay. but then they stay together for like about five or six, maybe a year or two or something like that. And then all of a sudden they're having marriage, uh, uh, what they call reconcilable differences, which means they pissed off at each other or something. And then next thing they're in court getting half a half and kids are coming in half and half. And, you know, it blows up every damn thing. And yeah. all of it because, you know, they they want to maybe want to sleep with her or sleep with him. And it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, sleep with him. Yay. Like uh, and then also something else too that that's kind of that really gets to me too, when these young young adults actually get with these other young adults and they, you know, they all like we're in love and we're we're happy we're getting married got engaged especially in Hollywood, it's like okay how old are you again you're like twenty two and she's twenty three y'all shouldn't even think about any damn marriage at all because y'all still kids basically <laughs> okay and you have you have sex and have a kid or something and then you both start start fighting. And it's like, okay, that's like a that's like a broken record in this country. So it's just like, okay, well, then why you, you know, if you're, if you're 22 and 23, and you, I mean, like, I, I got, I know somebody who played his laces right, or excuse me, kept his. I know more than one dudes kept his laces straight and played his cards right, saved every dime he every dime he made, and uh, got going early. You know, and he doesn't. I, I don't know what the nature. I don't investigate the nature of a relationship, but. It is possible. Yeah. I mean, if you if you uh, if you save young, if you save money young, and you keep your license straight, growing up, you you go to school and all that, then you can you can get started early. I mean, but yeah, yeah I mean, mo most of us, it is true that we're like before we're actual marriage material, we're a little bit older. And I mean oh, that's yeah. and that's that's too bad that we don't have that fidelity to the uh, tradition, you know. Yeah, and and something else too, with especially back on the older older men, younger women thing. Yeah. The one thing I hate when they say every time someone says, "Well, why are you dating a girl that's old enough to be your daughter, or your granddaughter, or something like that," and they come up with this the, the cock, cockamamie thing is, "Well, she makes me feel young." And I'm like. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay how old are you get like i'm 55 okay no you're you're not young okay she's she's young and you're not okay yeah. so every time they, and the only reason why they say that is because they probably slept with her and it's like hey this is great this is awesome i feel young again and then you have to have sex with her again to feel that way again so it's just it's, it's really yeah. it warps your mind I, I, <laughs> but that's well, just I mean, me. you know but w w how do you feel about it? you you're but you're kind of having your cake and eating it too there you know like because you're saying that it's bad for a young guy to get into it, but then it's bad for an old guy to get into it. So how old how old should you be? Well, it depends. I mean, okay. Well, I could I could say you you should be at least at least thirty before you start you know messing around with somebody that's old enough to be your daughter, especially if you mess around with somebody still in their, 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 their early twenties and you're like a hundred and seventeen or something like that. It's like whoa, right. this is main. This is a December album. I don't know. You're, what you're, you're basically saying thirty. You're basically saying thirties is the time to get married. And what do you think of the girl? I mean, yeah. she's supposed to wait until she's thirty, or I mean, she's supposed to be a little bit younger. Because the, because yeah, the well, thing is, she'll be older. They got that joke. They got that one joke. Uh, you couldn't find a wise man or a virgin. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's like. <laughs> you know, 
I mean, what what I mean is it's just like, I don't think, I I think that virginity is exciting and worthwhile in its own right. And that goes for men and women. But I mean, it's just like, it's a shame that our sexual appetites are so high at a young age. And then, I mean, you know, know, but see, this goes back as old as time saying, you know, because it it really is like the Shakers, for example, the Shakers or the Quakers or whatever. I mean, they they believed that this, that sex was how evil was introduced into the world. I mean, and it is kind of like, there's some kind of loss. There's a loss of more than just mystique when, when you finally have sex. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's like there, there's a mystique that's lost, but then there's also that I don't know, like, but yeah, I mean that that's that's kind of we're in a fallen world. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, that, you're definitely falling. We we've been falling yeah. for for a while now. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, okay, okay, I got one for you though. What do you think of uh, like open marriages? Open marriages. I mean. That probably hurts the person outside the marriage more than the person agreeing to it within the marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah probably. I mean, that, that's because the person who thinks that, oh, I'm going to get my dick wet, you know, like <laughs> going into an open marriage, he's going to find out that, like, he isn't all that. And, you know, she's going to go back to the husband who's got, my guess is in an open marriage, the husband, he has all the resources. And there's a reason he's permitting it to be an open marriage is because he's got all the resources and he knows that she's got nowhere. I mean, what is she going to do? Find some other billionaire that because that's not an open marriage. You you don't have an open marriage where it's 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 two billionaires sharing a woman. (laughs) You know what I mean? She's going to be one billionaire, the other billionaire. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, yeah, but the thing is, though, okay, when 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 I hear open marriage, okay, I think of. And like just saying, one of them, somebody is going to fall in love with somebody and somebody's going to be jealous. Okay. Especially with two women. So I'm thinking to myself, okay. And I, and I got this, I got, I heard this quote from, from Paul Newman and it was, it was like dead on. He's been married. He was married to the same woman for like forever, like 50 years or something like that before he died. Yeah. And this guy asked him, he says, well, have you ever like, cheated on your wife? He's like, well, he says, that'll be like, uh, he says, why the hell would I go? Why would the hell would I have, uh, Want to eat hamburger? Hamburger steak at when home. I got steak at home. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. so I was like, Damn, that's a nice thing to say. So I tell people that they're like, "What the hell does that mean?" I was like, "Okay, you you ain't hearing me. You are hamburger. Okay, I got a T-bone steak at house at the house, and you know she's always you know ready up you know stuff like that." They kind of look at me like, "What the? Hell? You ever talk about food?" I'm like, "Oh God!" And this goes right over the head. I told a younger kid that once, and he was like, <laughs> yeah, but no, I told a young kid that once, right he was like, what the hell that mean, dude? I was like, okay, that means that if you fall in love with this woman, okay, and you get married to her, you say, I do, she says, I do, you both walk and jump the broom or jump a, jump a vacuum cleaner, whatever the hell you do, okay? And then the next thing you know, you're up there cheating on her. And it's like, okay, then why the hell did you get in front of God and everybody else to say, I love this woman right here, but I'm going to have sex with this woman down, this, down the street here. <laughs> and I'm like, What's the hell's the point? You could have yeah. done that when you were single. And he's like, "Well, no, nah, man, it's, a, it's all about it's all about the game." So I was like, "Okay, well, I don't like I like games. I play I play my video game all the time, but when you play with a, especially with a woman's 
like women's feelings and stuff. Oh God, Whew. they love to burn your damn car up. I've seen Wig Next Hell. I've seen you know all those movies, Fatal Attraction, and all that kind of crap. And I'm just like, okay, I am never gonna do any of that stuff. <laughs> okay, you ain't burn no rabbit on my damn stove. <laughs> and I told my wife that when I first met her, she's like, she's like, oh, Fatal Attraction. I was like, yeah, you're damn right, yeah, Fatal Attraction. I'm like, no, hell yeah. no. Well, I mean, it is is something to think about. I mean, like, I I guess, like, you know, what is love, to borrow from uh, Night at the Rocks Barrier, whatever that, Butabi Brothers, (laughs) what is love? I mean, because the thing is, like, let me put it this way, like, um, in a marriage, I mean, it's a gift that keeps on giving, and it grows, and it grows, and it grows, and it grows. It's like a mighty oak tree, you know? But it's like, I, I guess, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, it, let me put it this way. A, a sapling will flower just like an oak tree will bud, right? You know, I mean, so the season of budding is the same. Everything buds, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. some some of these are already established and they're budding and the other ones are, so yeah, I mean, you, you got to be real. You, you got to take a real slow how you work on something. I think, you know, yeah. I, I think that, yeah, I mean, you you just have to. You, I mean, personally, I know that I'm taking a long time away from relationships right now because it's just like uh, I, I'm just now learning to uh, really just forget pleasure altogether i mean it's 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 kind of like <clears throat> you you have to say like like take the desire for like uh just that passion you you have to kill the passion before you can have it again you know yeah. does that make sense you get you get the passion whether you want it or not when you're like a young teenager right Mm-hmm. And then, then the years come, and you have to kill this passion before you can have it again. You know, I I, I can't yeah. really explain it. I can't. I cannot explain it. I mean, and then there's the other ones that just like if you can play your laces straight, then you can you can not have to kill it. But some guys like me have to kill it all entirely. You know, and then just yeah. like basically, and then and then let fate make a wife. You know. Yeah. I, now, see, for me, I, I'm all about longevity, especially if I told my wife, I said, if we get married, you're it. If I, if you died, then I'll never date again. I'll never talk to nobody and nothing like that. And she's like, you're rich. She's like, well, why would you do that for? I said, because, I mean, why would I? I mean, you're my wife. I married you, you know. So I met this couple today. I work at a, I work at a senior living facility. And uh, this couple, they're they're so cute. They I drove them to, to the store today. And they were in the car and they both extremely old and um i was like so and the guy was like oh well we just had an anniversary and i was like i'm thinking oh that's cool you know i'm thinking well well, how long y'all been married he told me they've been married for 75 years i was like dude i was like wait a minute whoa hold up (laughs) i was like 75 years he's like yes 75 years this past uh april i was like I was like, when did y'all start dating? When y'all were babies? <laughs> he was like, no, no, no. We we met that track out. He was in. I mean, he was old enough to remember. He went, he went to war, war didn't he? Oh yeah, yeah he, he was definitely he in fought war. in World War Two. Yup. 
Yep. Yeah, um, for, a part of World War One too, I think. I, I was like, I said, well, when when did you meet her? Did you meet her while you were over? Did, were you overseas or something? He's like, no. He came back into town. He was born and raised here in Kansas City, just like myself. And uh, he said, I went to a store, and she was in there putting, you know, she was putting stuff on the on the shelves in the store. And I was like, okay. And she was about, uh, he was about maybe close to twenty, and she was like almost twenty herself. And, he, yeah. and she dropped something. So he walked over there and he had his little uniform on, trying to look like one of those one of those real old, you know, old school movies. And he's like, You dropped this. Right. And he's, he's like, Oh, thank you. And then they start talking and they start talking. Next thing you know, they got married and uh, they had about uh, five or six kids, and them kids had like twenty grandchildren. It's it was a it was a beautiful yeah. story. Cause I'm just because I'm always fascinated yeah. by history. I think when it comes yeah. to like death, like awareness of death, like you you can see Christ on a cross and have kind of an understanding of death and resurrection certainly, but like yeah, I, I think that like it takes a war veteran. Yeah, well, see, it doesn't necessarily take that either. But it, it like if anything does it, as far as like just choosing life, like life for life, you know, like a life sentence with a woman, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like yeah, it, yeah. a war will do that to you because you've seen it up. Cl- like you've seen like, you know what, this world doesn't matter that much. And so I'm going to pick something of mine that I'm going to make it I'm going to make it matter. You know, yeah. whereas yeah. I, I think when when you don't have a cataclysm that you've been through. Right. Yeah. See, and, and the thing is with me, for me, it was a little, because I went to some funerals when I was young. Okay, we we did have some funerals when I was young, and um, so it's not like awareness of death was out of my existence entirely either. So I was I, I was kind of the type to uh, to attach, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it wasn't like this guy where that was just part of the culture in general. Uh, he he had a whole generation. He was part of a whole generation that had that awareness of cataclysm or death you know yeah yeah and and my thing is this i I'm, i mean i know people give marriage a bad rap especially when it comes to like you know missing all out all these girls out here in the street if you got married to this one woman the thing is though is like marriage is, is a very big commitment you're committing yourself to one woman and one woman only and if you don't want to do that and you don't want to like deal with her every single day for the rest of your life then you should have said, would you marry me? Should have never came across your lips. Because now it's like, I mean, people are, the people are now, younger people, they're doing the whole, they're doing the marriage thing, like having children, living together and stuff like that, but actually not even doing the marriage thing, which is, which is fine. That's their prerogative. Yeah. But it's like, okay, y'all doing the deed and y'all ain't, you know, and I'm not one of those kind of, I'm not like a Bible thumper. I don't, I don't grab a Bible and smack people with it or something like that. Like blasphemy and all that type of crap. Yeah. It's, it's all you, but you know, it's and but a well, lot of and, stuff happens, you know. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm, uh, I'm a bit of a Christian and a Muslim, but I do think it's interesting that, you know, the Quran allows for divorce, but if you look at most of these Muslim marriages, they don't lead to divorce. Oh no! no. I mean, all you, like that. You, 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 the the fact that you've got the provision in there for divorce that rarely leads to it. 
I mean, the divorce rates are very low in spite of the provision for it. So I, I think that there's something to be said for that. Like, um, yeah, there's just Italians are like that too. Yeah, yeah I mean, Italians and, are like that too. They, they get married like we, we ain't never get you ain't gonna get married no more. You know, I'm just like okay, well, and they and they stay in their marriage for like for eons. And I was just like, okay, and they like, no, I'm never, you ain't never fucking getting rid of me, you know. And it's like, okay, well, I'm sorry, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. it's, uh, you know, but now it's like, but what as, as far as uh, sex is, is concerned, kids now they they seem like they know more about it than, like I said, the average adult. And it's like, how the hell you know that? Which yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're trying to they're they're trying to play uh, hopscotch with sex stuff like that. I mean, like yeah, like, like a bad uh, again, game. like. Like let, let me give you let me give you an example. Let me give you an example, right? If okay. you were to get divorced as a Muslim, you would be obligated to wait three months before engaging in any kind of new relationship. Okay, okay. just wait three months. Like okay, the divorce occurs, and then there's a three month waiting period before you get into it with somebody else. So three months. So in other words, whereas if you look at the way we do it, it's like, oh, um, I'm going to dabble or flirt and I'm going to make this dabbling part of my segue between one marriage to another. I mean, it's it's just like that. That's not how it's supposed to be. Like, no, no. You, be, be, because you understand, I think it's the understanding of Islam where like. Look, I mean, some people really do have irreconcilable differences sometimes, mm -hmm. and uh, it's 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 mutual and it's respectful, you know. And it's just like you you let them go with kindness, understanding that you just if the connection was real, it's something something about it has gone awry, and and that's okay. That's just you know it, it happened. Um. But there's a three month waiting period because it's not about your feelings for somebody else in spite of your current situation. So mm. so I let that guide me because I, I mean, like, um, you know, I last time I could have I mean, I, I there was. Yeah, I mean, I, I I have avoided adultery. Let me just put it this way. I've, I've avoided adultery by keeping in mind that three month period. You know what I mean? Because. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, for that, me, I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Well, for me, I did. I didn't date before my wife. I didn't date for three years. I was a. Uh, I was completely utterly single. I didn't have no girlfriends. Didn't have any. Like I said, I had a girl. I had a daughter between the time and that and everything. But like I said, we weren't dating. But right. um, yeah. But I, I waited three years because I was because the last woman I dated, she was older. She was like maybe she was close to forty, and I was like still in my thirties or something like that. No, matter of fact, I was 28. So we, we did our thing. We dated and did everything that dating people do. And um, she asked, and some, might, some people may say, that's wrong, that's wrong. But she asked me to actually get to get engaged to her. And I was like, well, I would like to do that. But the thing is, I'm too young for that. And she's like, well, I'm young enough to sleep with, but you're not young enough to get engaged to me. I was like, didn't say that either. But, you know, you brought it up, not me. And she dumped me, and um, I was like, okay. But then she said something like something totally, totally not in my character, and uh, that's when we stopped talking. I haven't seen that woman in almost a decade, maybe two. Well, 
And uh, from what I hear, she's still dating guys that are old enough to be her son. And she still gets in trouble because of it and everything. But see, I like that. After that, I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to go ahead and just take a hiatus for three years and just be be for me, which yeah. didn't help anything. You know? Right. But yeah. Right. But then I met my wife and I was like, you know, we start talking online. And two months later, we met. And it's like, okay. And I was 30 minutes late for our first date because I was so damn nervous. And she's like, you know, you're late. I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm sorry. You know. But as you can see, I've been married to the same woman for 14 years. Knock on wood. Yeah. Hopefully be another 14 or 30 years, you know. But yeah, but see, with me, I wasn't I wasn't like one of these guys, like I wasn't, you know, what they call like man whore or something like that. I wasn't like at these clubs up here looking at girls that, you know, whose dress, if you sneeze wrong, is going to fall off and all that other type of stuff. I was always pretty much by myself. So yeah. when I didn't meet her, my, my wife, that is, you know, I felt, okay, well, she's, and she did a lot of stuff for me while we were dating. And I was like, okay. And I thought that she would be like, no, I don't want to talk to you anymore. And when I got, I mean, like, for example, when I got slapped with child support, it was like, I got, we started dating a week, and about a week later, I got slapped with child support papers from my, my daughter's mother. She moved to North Dakota. Right. So I told my wife, I was like, well, if you want to go ahead and stop talking to me, I can understand because this is pretty, pretty surprising to me too. And she looked at the paper. She's like, oh, we, we can handle this. I was like, I said, I beg your pardon. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you can handle it. I was like, okay, yeah. you, you, you sure about this? She's like, yeah. And then, okay, then um, I got my car repossessed. Okay. And we were supposed to go on a second date. And she was going to make dinner at her house. I was like, okay, I'm on my way. And I go outside, my car is gone. So I'm over like, what the hell my damn car well, so walked out of his John, man. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. They they repoed it overnight, and I was like, because the next morning I got up, I was like, where the hell's my damn car? And the guy downstairs from me, he was like, I think these two fat guys came and got it. It was a repo man. <laughs> yeah, so dude, I come up there and I'm like, yeah. So I come up there and I was like, I said, okay. So I called her and I was like, look, I know you made dinner for us and everything, and I would love to come over, but I have no car. And she's like. And she she paused for like about five or ten. I was like, "Hello, are you still there?" She's like, "Where do you live?" And I was like, "Uh huh." That's nice. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. She came over, got me. We drove back over there, and you know, yeah. like, "Well, you got to do this." She's like, "No, I made all this dinner. You're going to eat it." You know, I'm like, "Okay, about it. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you know. Well, and, you well know, I, I, I got a minute left. I'll, I'll leave you with this. When I was in jail. My feet were, first of all, my feet were kind of broken before, not broken, but just like wobbly from too much walking. My feet were wobbly from too much walking before I went into jail. So when I was in jail, they got swollen because I had my boots off for the first time. And like, you know, I was walking on concrete and bare feet and they were all swollen. I was like, oh, Allah, be my podiatrist be my own podiatrist, you know what I mean? Like, just you be my podiatrist, oh, Allah. And yeah. uh, my feet basically returned to healthy feet, you know? Um, and in the same way, uh, I prayed, for, I said a prayer for purification later on. And uh, within about 24 hours, I had uh, purifying fever. So. Uh, just, just, uh, that's a good word for me. You know, I mean, cause it, anyway, I, I get five seconds. Just God bless you, Saint. How are you too, man? Take care.
well, thank you for coming by there, Mr. Yusuf. And, you know, and people are, you know, people tend to make, um, like, I, like I was saying, you know, sex as a, as a thing of either getting revenge or getting some kind of something out of somebody or whatever. Okay. And it's not, I'm not saying that all women or men do that. Okay. I'm not saying that all men are pigs. I'm not saying that all women are, you know, those colorful words that they, that men call them when they don't get their way with them, whatever, okay, like bitches and hoes, something like that. But however, some, and some of the women now, especially the younger women now, they're becoming more hustlers when it comes to sex than men are these days. They don't want to be talking to nobody that think, I mean, the girls back in my day, they'd be like, well, I, don't, I ain't going to talk to you because you ain't got no car, or you ain't got no job, and you ain't got no money, and all this type of stuff. I'm like, okay. And, I, and men hear that. And it's like, okay, bet. So I'm going to go out and get this car, right? And I'm going to go out and get this good-ass job, give me some pay, dress my car up and everything. And then it's like, hey, how you doing? And next thing you know, like, oh, how you doing? And, you know, it's real crazy stuff. But I, I call sex a, a blood sport now <laughs> because I swear to God, some, if you, I mean, okay, I have a lot of pet peeves these days, okay? My one pet peeve is, and it's always been this way, you men will chase after a woman. They will talk to them. They will flirt with them. They'll give them stuff. They'll do stuff for them and everything just to, you know, do the deed and maybe do something after, after the deed if you fall in love with her or whatever. And, you know, you walk down the aisle, say, I do. She says, I do. Hey, we're all doing. And then the first piece of ass that walks past you, you're looking at it. It's like, hey, how you doing, girl? You know. Then why the hell did you get married to this girl up here for then? You shouldn't have even done that. You could have done it when you were single. And women, y'all, y'all like that too. I'm sorry. Y'all see these guys with these, you know, washboard abs and they talking all greasy and stuff, like, hey, how you doing good? And, you know, and, and you just like, hey, drop the draws. <laughs> you know. And I've always been dumped for guys like that when I was when I was younger. And I'm just like, what in the hell did they got that I don't have? And it's like, you know. And I, and I think it was because of the, you know, the sex thing. Some of these guys, some of these roughnecks, you know, they can probably do stuff in bed that I couldn't do or want to. And uh, most women are into those bad boys. You can deny if you want to be like, yeah, sure, whatever. And, uh, you know, and men, when it comes to sex, they think they're all pimps and they got their little, you know, I don't even know if men even carry black books anymore. They probably carry them in their damn cellular phones, but. Either way, sex is a big thing. It's like I said, it's everywhere. You can't escape it. You can't run away from it. You can't close your eyes or close your ears because, you know, most people think about it 24 seven. You know? And there's something else about it is that you can get addicted to it. Sex addicts are no joke. Okay. This sex to them is just like, like a heroin addict or a crackhead, meth head, whatever. They just got to have it. Okay, to the point where they will sleep with pretty much any damn body just to get it. It's just like a damn drug. They got counseling for it and stuff like that to keep you from doing something crazy that you might get a disease that you can't pronounce. And then they, you know, they tend to try to you know curb themselves from it. But you, as I was saying, you can get addicted to anything. You can get addicted to drugs, alcohol, uh drive like a damn fool, uh, anything. And sex is no damn different. 
So when I hear these little these young kids, teenagers especially, talking about, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit this and everything over here. And then, you know, I'm like, okay, you shouldn't be hitting anything but some damn books. <laughs> okay. Your ass ain't, or you ain't no, I mean, no, I don't think R. Kelly's R. Kelly anymore. But, um, but yeah, it's just, you know, it's everywhere. You can't get away from it. It's, they don't call it the oldest profession for nothing. And sex workers, they know that better than anybody because they, that's what they do. They have sex with everybody that pays them and stuff like that. I've never done that. And damn sure not going to either. But there are people, there are guys that will, you know, like I had, a, I had a friend of mine a long time ago that used to take his whole entire paycheck, his entire paycheck, and would go down to the street here in Kansas City, buy him one or two or three hookers, and be broke when Monday comes around. We got paid every two weeks. So I'm like, how the hell you lose all your money? Hey, well, you know, I got to give me some companionship. I'm like, oh, God, you went down to that street again, didn't you? He's like, yeah. And it's just like, oh. So yeah, so and then as I was telling Yusuf, um, these young people they tend to think that if you know if I have sex with this guy or I have sex with this girl, she will want to be with me for the rest of her lives, which is basically what sex is. It's a connection thing. But if you are not a connected person and you don't want to be connected to anybody, and you just have sex with random guys because you know that's what you want to do. That, that stuff gets really boring. It does. You you feel alone every all the time, even though you got a girl later right next to you, you're by yourself, you know? And the guys are already thinking about his next conquest. And women are most definitely thinking the same damn way. Like, okay, well, I'm, I'll finish with this food. I'm about to go out and find me somebody else now. It's like bed hopping, you know? So... But sex is a just like any, any drug. It's, uh, you know, like I said, some people just got to have it 24-7. You gotta, just got to be hitting something. Somebody got to be hitting you. They even made a damn movie about that shit. Chick was a, um, as she called it, a nympho. And nymphomaniac. And some people, some guys are like that too. Like, oh, well, but they don't see it. They see it differently from a guy's point of view. For a woman's point of view, it's like, okay, well, you no, know, a man, a woman sleeps with more than one guy. She's got to be a hoe. You know, she's a, he's a whore and all that type of stuff. Well, the man's a whore too. He's up here sleeping with every damn thing that got a, got a hole in it. Okay, <laughs> you know, they they try to hit and run. You know, and then you have all these, you know, these children running around illegitimates and whatever. And the parents are not together. And you know, you're thinking, why well, can't I see daddy? Why can't I see mommy and whatever? You know, and. You want to tell them, well, see, you came from a from a bottle of wine like 15 years ago, <laughs> okay, and then poof, there you were. You don't want to tell a kid that. That would just destroy them. But ladies and gentlemen, what I'm trying to say is this, okay? Sex can be used for love. It can be used for, you know, for, for stress relieving. It can be used to get things and so on and so forth. But um, now, kids now think, or teenagers, young adults, whatever, you're talking about the birds and bees, hell, they probably already know it already. They'll be telling you what the hell you're going to tell them. And it's like, well, okay, how the hell do you know all this? Well, I learned it. And then some schools do do a sex education class. I don't know if they do them now, but they did when I was a kid. And the first one I went to, we had two teachers in there asking us how, <laughs> how to use a condom. <laughs> 
and they asked all the that you know any other names besides condom that they use this, that they use for these and of course you know you got jimmy hat you got the you know you got the uh, well my what the hell my friend of mine called it this um a swimsuit <laughs> a rubber and whatever they got all kinds of names for for condoms so the heavy balloon and all that type of stuff i mean i'm just naming stuff off but um but just like I was telling you, Seth, sex is also like Lay's potato chips. You do it once, and you're like, holy shit, this was really good. I gotta eat some more. Next thing you know, the whole damn bag is gone. You just can't have just one, especially if you're a man. And, um, you know, you see different sizes, different shapes of women, and some guys are into the big girls, some are into the bony girls, and some are just in between. But anything, the only thing, basically, that they're trying to do with this skinny, tall, whatever girl is try, try, you know, try to have sex with her, you know? I mean, I got, I got more women friends than I got male, male friends, probably because I've been around women all my life. So I'm more prone to women than I am men. So when, you know, when I was not dating or I was not, you know, married, you know, we see a friend of mine around me, they're saying, Oh, y'all, y'all messing around with each other. And he's not messing with me. So then they don't believe it. You know, it's like, Oh, yeah, y'all sleep together. I, I just see that. Who the hell are you, Dr. Ruth? <laughs> hell no, I'm not doing that. So, you know, but it's, it's, um, it's a very, very touchy subject, especially with teenagers now. They can find it on the internet and don't have to tell you anything about it. You know, they'd be like, well, I started my, you know, or they call it sexually active and they figure out what the hell that is. And they see other people doing it. And it's like, well, maybe I'll make And then especially if you're like a kid that's being bullied, a girl that's being bullied. And, you know, the only way that they, she thinks that they will like her is to sleep with them, which is so scary and so damn sad. I, I, like I said, I was a nerd in school too. And, um, I, <laughs> I got picked on pretty much from the time I was in kindergarten all the way to the 12th grade. Okay. And most of these girls that were in school with me, that's what they got from, from the, from the teenage boys. You know, if you love me or anything, you sleep with me. And then the girls like, okay, well, fine. Or come by my house after, after school or something like that. And they hit and quit and everything else. And next thing you know, he's going around to school telling everybody that he slept with you and you look bad because you did sleep with him. Kids got it really bad these days. They get it on, they get it in person, they get it online. So if you do something, anything remotely like that, it's going to be all over the damn internet. And you'll be sitting up here like, how the hell do you know all this stuff? And you did sleep with them. And some teenage boys don't know how to keep their damn mouth shut. They got to brag about it. You know, like, hey, I bagged that girl over here, you know, and they give a high fives. Yeah, you know, this is real manly shit. And the girl looks like she's a, you know, a $2 whore. And it's not the case. So the story I was telling you, sir, this kid on TikTok was going to kick this girl out of his car because after 10 dates, not, not 20, not 30, not even a thousand, 10 fucking dates, he wanted her to have sex with him. Now I'm thinking, okay, one, hell no. She doesn't want to sleep with your ass. She said, no. That should be the end of the conversation. But he gets all mad. Girl, I took you up 10, 10 dates. You still, man, you, you can't even have sex with me. 
No, nah, man. No means no. And they say that for a reason. Especially if you're younger. This girl ain't trying to get, get stuck with you. She, she ain't trying to have no damn babies by you because you definitely ain't going to be taking care of them. So why else should she, should she say yes? Okay, okay, let's do it. No, no. Hell no. But he got bent out of shape. He was going to kick her out the car. And I said something about it. I thought, I was like, you know what? That's the most dumbest shit I've ever heard of. And you, these guys now, they, they think, like I said, they think they're pimps. You know, pimps got all the girls and they got their, got their ladies and stuff. Then some of these teenage boys think that they're, you know, dolomite or something. Who the hell knows? But either way, sex is involved. And once you do the deed with somebody, especially if it's a teenage boy, they're going to brag about you to somebody. They can't keep it to themselves. They got to go like, man, look, see that girl over there? I'll hit the hell out of that. You know, be just bragging like hell. And then it spreads throughout the entire you know, school or all the internet and everything. And next thing you know, you are a hooker. Because that's the way people look at you. And that's not the reputation that you want. But guys get all bent out of shape when you say no. Which leads to some of them being really stupid. And, you know, force themselves on her. Or him. Or, yeah. Because it happens to men too, but it happens more to women than it does men. And uh, it's, it's scary. It really is. I got a 16-year-old daughter. As I mentioned before. And I don't know if she's dating anybody. I don't know if she's talking to anybody or whatever, because I haven't talked to her in a while. But I would hope that her mom would have the, you know, just took her fortitude, as they say, to tell her, okay, look, this guy ain't going to do, this guy don't look too good. Maybe you should go ahead and just leave him alone and let him go about his business. Because I'm telling you, once you say yes to them, they're going to do whatever they're going to do. And then drop your ass like a bag of like a bad habit. They're gonna just be like, okay, I don't talk to you no more. Because they already got what they wanted. You know? And the girl's like, well, well, why, why don't you want me anymore? And I mean he already got what he wanted. He got what he wanted from you. So now he's out to prey on some other girl that he's gonna get the same thing. And then, like I said, next thing you know, you have a reputation and people are laughing at you at school and making funny online and because kids now especially young teenagers, they are cruel as hell. Oh, my God. They, I thought the kids were cool in my damn day. These kids have the, the cake. They would call you a tramp, call you a tramp, your mama a tramp, and everybody else a tramp. You know, they took bullying and just went to, to the moon with it, you know. So if sex comes into it, oh, my God. Man. Especially if you're like a teenage girl. Shit. Come out there and do that, and them, them boys be like, hey, I'm going to be lying up. And just, you know, she'll sleep with anybody. And you don't want that reputation over your head. You don't. I, I'm talking about all teenagers, but especially teenage girls. They're so, you know, they're so perceptive that if a guy says, well, if you love me, then you'll do this. And they want them to like her, so they do what the guy tells them to. Or, I mean, not to say tell them what to do. But he gives you the sob story and, you know, most girls fall for it. And, you know, next thing you know, you're losing virginity to some guy that'll probably be in prison a couple of years. <laughs> Whatever. But, uh, yeah, sex could be used as a weapon. Big-ass weapon. And most of the guys that are in jail right now are probably 
because of that weapon. You know, they just can't keep their hands off them people, you know. And like I said, I don't respect guys that put their hands on women. And especially with that. Age, you lost all my respect and you ain't nothing but a bitch. So if you got a problem with it, tough. I don't care. You shouldn't have put your damn hands on her. But if you have teenage kids and you have these, you know, they're growing up so fast and next first thing you know, they're, you know, they're first in the bassinet and then they're in your room, their room, look at their phone and their hair's all long and all that kind of crap. You know, just talk to them. Be like, okay, well, so are you, I mean, well, the man has to talk to the boy, of course. Women, girls, if you have those or whatever. But you have to ask them, you don't want to get all in their business, but you got to ask them, be like, okay, well, are you doing anything that's, uh, you know, sexual or anything? I mean, so I know it sounds corny. It sounds like something from the 1950s, but, you know, you got to ask the question. And they probably won't tell you. You'll be like, oh, my God, Dad. Oh, my God, Mom. Oh, my God. But you serious? I'm like, well, no, I want to know what the hell's going on. Are you sleeping around with her or something like that? No, I ain't doing that. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Just want to make sure. And, you know, like I say, you do that once and you have a reputation and everybody's like, man, you talk to her once and she'll let you, let you go ahead and have sex with her. And who the hell wants that over their head? But it's not just teenagers either. Grown-ass adults use sex as a weapon as well. Pimps, like I said, it's the oldest, you know, the oldest job in the entire damn country, the world, basically. Because a pimp will pimp out a woman and get money from her for her pimping him, you know, pimping, he pimping her out, you know. And uh, they will, uh, you know, get mad at you, don't bring enough money for them. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm from the 80s, so I'm, I'm used to seeing pimps throw girls in trunks and, you know, calling them bitches, hey, bitch, get up here, you know, and stuff like that. And they're all like, okay. I'm like, oh, wow. So they're using their, their, you know, their sex for currency. Guy pays a pimp, the pimp say, okay, sleep with this dude over here. And they're like, okay. And the cycle just keeps going, you know. But like I said, it's a weapon too for adults. And if a man or a woman cheats on their significant other, that's that's a weapon too, because you're just telling your wife or your husband that you're not doing something right. So I gotta go over here and mess with the Enrique over here. But the watchboard abs that does a that does a swimming pool on the weekends because you're not doing your job or in a bed wise, and that makes you feel bad. I've, I've had people, I've had a girl do that to me. She called me over to her house and I walked in and her new boyfriend was sitting on the couch. I guess she thought we were gonna fight or something. And I'm like, well, you know, that's that's on YouTube. But then she then she took it further by taking the guy in the back room just to you know have sex while i was sitting there in the front room and i'm like okay i'm gonna get the hell out of here <laughs> but yeah but seriously it's um you know it's 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 a, it's a very touchy and personal subject no one likes to talk about it until you're around a bunch of people that are talking about it you don't want to tell everybody you're doing it because you know you want everybody to think that you're still innocent and, and in a sense with women, that actually is kind of a turnoff for most guys. They're like, oh my God, I'm just so innocent. And they're like, no, not, you're not innocent anymore. You know, and they're, they turn to man and <laughs> next thing you know, you're ding, ding, ding. 
hearing porno music and stuff like that. But anyway, um, <laughs> so if you if you, you know watch TV or you play your little video games or look at your phone and you know, like I said, sex is everywhere. It's just embedded in every damn thing we do every day. All these people go out to work and they make, especially men, they go out and make their money, try to make all the money they can. Not to say that that attracts women, but most women are attracted to that. They're attracted to the millions and hundreds of millions and all that type of stuff. Not all women, just some. And a man goes out and try to, you know, break heaven and earth to try to get all that stuff so they can get your attention. So you can, you know, so they can, you know, you know, GTE or somebody got the draws or something like that. Well, whatever they call it these days. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you have to do that, make sure it's a guy or a girl that looks like they can be trusted. I know this hard is easier said than done. I know. But if you get the wrong guy or the wrong girl on the wrong day and you, you know, have sex with them or something, you don't know if this girl going to stalk your ass. You don't know if the man's going to stalk your ass. You don't know if he's going to grab you and throw you in the back of the trunk to get some more sex or, you know, kill you all together. People are fucking crazy now. They've been crazy before, but they are really nuts now. They will do shit and then think, well, it's your fault. No, it's not your, their fault. And it all stems back to sex. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy. But either way, just stay safe. If you got teenage kids, you know, try to tell them the birds and bees the best you can before they discover it themselves and totally, you know, fuck it up. And uh, if your if your marriage is, you know, in a rut, whatever, you know, do some do some stuff to rekindle all that. You know, take your wife out to dinner and you know, take her about by the beach or something and let her walk around and you know, talk about the time you guys met and that type of stuff. All the stuff you should be talking about anyway, but you know, just for you know, for that purpose to reconnect with each other. That's how a lot of divorces happen. They you know they lose interest in the person they fell in love with, or they're not sleeping together anymore and stuff like that. And they figure, oh, okay, if I'm not doing it here, I can go find somebody else to do it. And next thing you know, you got your cheating and you know, she's accusing you, you're accusing her, and it's it's a mess. It really is. So if you're going to do that with somebody, make sure it's a person that you were planning on doing something with them, marriage-wise, whatever. And don't give them this, you know, song and dance like, girl, I'm with you no forever. And then you go out and find, you know, some girl that will drop her draws for saying good morning wrong. You can't do that. So if you're going to do that with, with that person, make sure that person is off his him is his and her marbles in the right places because you mess up once and they're liable to, you know, do something harsh to you. And no one wants that over their head. They don't want nobody. I, I've been stalked before. So I know exactly what, you know, I did. I mean, the thing about it though is I didn't even do anything with a girl. She just, she just became obsessed with me. Like a really bad Mariah Carey song. <laughs> okay. She's obsessed with me. But uh, yeah, she she was you know she was determined to get me. And I'm like I said, look, leave me the hell alone, please. Just just go. There's another guy around here that can they'll do the same thing you want me to do to you. Just just go find him. I'm not doing that. And she wouldn't take no for an answer. I was just like, come on, dude. She sent roses to my damn house. She, yeah, real roses, like in a in a vase and everything. And then 
Um, she left like notes on my locker. I really love you. And we didn't do any damn thing. I was like, and so everybody was like, you been sleeping? I was like, hell no, I ain't slept with that girl. So I don't know why the notes on my on my, my locker for her. You know, she would try to talk me on the bus and stuff. And she got really mad at me one time, and she smacked in the back of the head with a with a social social studies book. I'm like, I got this big ass goose egg in the back of like a cone head or something. And we didn't do any damn thing. We didn't didn't even we kissed and everything, but that was about it. We didn't do the deed, but she probably wanted to, but I didn't want to. She got totally pissed off about that. Go figure. So, like I said, if you just got to do it, please do it with the right damn person. Make sure they got a brain in their head and it actually works. They ain't got no psychotic episodes that can come out. You know, they got three or four different personalities that can kill you and all this other type of shit. Because, like I said, people are crazy. And you know, sometimes, you, you know, you got to check them out. But either way, folks, I'm going to stop boring you now. It is 3 in the morning. I'm going to take my black ass to bed and um, hopefully you all have a good weekend and please be safe out there, especially on Memorial Day, because people we celebrating a little bit too much and they'll be inebriated and ready to fight a tree or something. So just just be careful. That's all I can say. People are crazy and I don't want nobody to get hurt. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, This is the saint for the saint says. On wisdom.